What's up, everybody? Today it's the Frisco Report time. The serious camo time, everybody. Sorry, I was running a little bit late here. Uh, Mike hit me up. Lost track of time, bros. But we're here in effect. About to talk about some cowboys. What's up, Mike? What's up, Joe? How are you, sir? We're good, man. We're good. I gotta get this thing situated here. All right, man. So, Cowboys, is the defense gonna carry this team, Mike? One hundred percent, dude. They have to carry the team. The offense out of sync. And, uh, I don't know if people follow Simons. I don't know if he's watching, but he made a really good point. I'm sure we'll talk about it back later on in the show, but. Um, he made a really good point, and it kind of resonated with me, and I never thought about it. But I think the defense is going to carry the offense, um, at least for the next couple of weeks till we start getting back in sync and getting that continuity together on the offense side of the ball. Yeah, man. Continuity is the name of the game. The offensive line, um, you know, I, a lot of us kind of thought maybe we would see Connor Williams there at the left guard, Mike, but I thought McGovern kind of held up. I thought he did a lot better job than I thought he was going to do against, uh, you know, that front. So that was a bit surprising. Now, I did like that they brought back the big behemoth fullback set with uh, Connor Williams now, right? They, they yeah. used him instead of uh, – McGovern, so I'm glad they brought that back, but still, uh, just seems like we're very, you know, um, stuck in neutral with this offense. And at the end of the day, Mike, I think this team goes with us as far as as Dak Prescott's going to go. Like, I want to say the the defense can carry the team, but at the end of the day, you got to have some sort of production. This is not ideal for any any fan of of any team right now. You don't. You don't want to be having these types of discussions this close to the end of the year heading into the playoffs as far as, like, what's wrong with the quarterback, right? So yeah. it's – um, and there's no more time. There's no more time. You, you got you got just a few weeks left. So they got time to fix it. They got – no, they don't. They don't. They This is wake up out of whatever hell is going on or – you know, where we, we won't get very far, Mike. I mean, that's kind of how I feel. How, how are you feeling about it, everybody out there? And let me know, um, do you guys feel that that uh, this team will, will be carried as far as Dak Prescott goes? Or do you think, you know, that the, the defense can carry us deep into the playoffs? I, I think it's how far Dak Prescott can go when Simus, I was watching his live earlier today, and he brought up a good point. Dak Prescott's issue, Joe, it isn't on the field. It's off the field. This this guy lost his brother to suicide. This guy dealt with alcoholism. This guy was depressed during the pandemic and admitted he was depressed on hard knocks, right? Then his grandma just passed away. So Dak rang Dakota Prescott off the field. It's messing him up on the football field. We always see Dak Prescott. We always see number four, right? I think this goes beyond football with Dak Prescott. And Simus, all this thinking process is credit to Simus. So, and it resonated with me. And 
you know, when you're seeing Dak Prescott, you never think about rain Dakota Prescott because all you see Dak is is on a football field and it's a practice photos, right? So everything's football with the fan when it processes in the brain, but you never think about what's happening off the field. And I think Dak Prescott is in a depressed mode and it's translating, unfortunately, on the football field. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's there's a lot of speculation swirling what's going on, right? There, it's 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 um it's hard to say, and and obviously, however this goes, you know, yeah. at the end of the season, we'll have we might have some sort of answer. I Maybe mean, we won't, but they they got to uh they 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 got to keep winning. First of all, we got the Giants next, Mike, and and to to me, classic trap game. You know they're talking about do you sit so and so? Do you do that? Like you can't t- you can't lose. You can't go win lose win lose. And then here we go. That, that's sucky, dude. Like that is sucky. I hope they don't do that. I want to go in run over these guys, totally obliterate the Giants, which we should because they're a bad team. All right. I don't want to come out here and struggle to beat these guys. I don't want to come out here. And this offense struggle against a shitty Giants team. The, Gi- the Giants suck, all right? <clears throat> so uh, <clears throat> I want to see I want to see something from these guys, bros. I want to see something from these guys. You know, it's been – and I've been very patient, like I said, in, in my post-video, my post-game. I've been very, very patient, right? Uh, but now, you know, the – the alarms are kind of ringing for me as far as like, well, man, it, I'm, I'm starting to hear the same thing from Dak Prescott in his press conferences. And I'm just like, all right, man. Yeah, I heard this last week, the week before, and you, you know, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at that point now, man. Like, you know, just, you, you have to be critical of, of, of the players and the, it's the Cowboys, baby. It's the Dallas Cowboys, and then you know the quarterback is the is the guy, the face of the team that, that's going to get the brunt. Whether it's Tony Romo went through this thing with fans, you, it's always 50-50 with your fans. You got people that love, and you got people that hate. Maybe you have a middle for some people, but that's where Dak is at right now with with this team. But with the fan base, you know what I mean, like you. There you say something bad about Dak, and you're automatically labeled a hater. And if you say too much, <laughs> if you say too much, you're, um, you know, a, a, a if, you, if if you give too much love to a player, you're a a, a homer, right? So <clears throat> it's, it's it's kind of difficult here, but you know, let's talk about how this this team can really, you know, get 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 going here, Mike. As far as like. You know, if, if 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 there's an injury here with Dak Prescott, which I, that's the that's the angle I'm going at. You know, I, I think you know, like you said, maybe there's some stuff going off the field and this and that. For me, I think it's injury. I think it's the lat lateris pull. I think that crap has something to do with it. Maybe the calf because it's just he's run he's barely running out there. You know what I mean? Like doesn't look full speed even when he tries to run. But but the throws. The throwing motion to me looks off, like he's just slinging the ball out there. Like it's not. And, it, and I was watching Sean and RJ uh, last night, and I swore they were listening to my video. But but they they made good points too because they were like, when you have that type of injury, your accuracy goes with it. 
and that's what we're seeing. You know, the, the accuracy issue has is there's you, you can't say that it's not existing, right? So I'm 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 of the of of the the side of I think he's hiding or dealing with some sort of injury, Mike. And you know, if he is, what type of offense can you build around this type of deal? If it's if it's physical, let's just say hypothetically, if it's physical. What do you do to, to try to get the, the offense going? Kellen Moore needs to pull his head out of his rear end first and foremost. Joe, we, we've been throwing too many. I mean, it's third and seven, Joe. And our wide our wide receivers are running three to four-yard routes. Um, and we're talking about the explosiveness of Mark Cooper, C.D. Lamb. Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, uh, Tony Pollard, right? We're, we're talking about all these names on paper are legit. And even in the stat realm, all everybody I just named off is legit. And Kellen Moore, a lot has to do with his play calling. But Dak Prescott, you're getting paid $75 million this year. You're gonna, No one could tell me or, or convince me otherwise that he don't have the power to check out a place, Joe. If there's eight or nine in the box, it's play action, or you check it to a to a to a post or a flag. You know what I'm saying? And Dak Prescott, number one, he's not checking out a place. He's letting Zeke and Pollard run into eight nine man boxes. Um, his rollout has been inaccurate. When he rolls out, he's throwing it. It's It's going to the floor. It's going real high, and it's been happening for a long time, Joe. How you fix this is you got to get Dak some some better play calls. You got to get Dak and, and these wide receivers on some kind of rhythm. There's too many when we're not running three or four yard routes to each other. There's too many miscommunications beyond a ten yard play or more. There's too much miscommunication, and these guys got to sync it together. And they don't have time. They got to do it against these Giants. You want to get momentum, Joe? Against these Cardinals to go in there like the Rams did, and go beat these guys, you got to you got to sustain some drives together. You got to you got to be more efficient in the red zone. The picking up first downs, milking the clock, that's been hard since the Broncos game. These wide receivers, they got to figure out how to beat man coverage. Joe, Amari Cooper, Ceedee Lamb, Michael Gallup, these guys can't beat man to save them life. They they got no breather room. Everybody's on them like. And on rice, they have to they 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 have to open up this playbook. And I don't know if Kellen Moore is being conservative because that's Mike Mike McCarthy's approach. You know, don't want to give all your give 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 everything in one basket in one game because you got the playoffs coming. But they got a lot to do to fix it. They don't got no time to do. They had ten day break, and it looks like they didn't even cover any issues on offense. You know. Yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, and there's a lot of great comments in here as 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 we're talking through this, Mike, and uh, I, I really like this one here by Soup Trap about the six drop passes. Um, you know that that definitely doesn't help the offense when your guys are. If you catch this pass, it's a first down. If you catch this deep pass, you're deep in the enemy territory. Like we've seen a lot of that during this stretch. I think Soup Trap hit that uh, right on the head there with that and the route running as well by primetime Phil. I think that's, uh, you know, the, the only one that seems to really run the routes crisply consistently is Amari Cooper lamb, I think has, has, has uh, gotten better. 
And and we know Gallup is 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 not really a route runner. He's more of your your deep threat. Your you know this this type of guy. So um, <clears throat> I th- those are great points by by uh, Primetime Phil and uh, and Soup Trap Man. I, I think that's a big part of it, right? Like those are drive stalling situations where guys aren't catching these passes. So man, it just seems like the offense as a whole is 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 just a uh, you know, battling to move the ball down the field. And it's, uh, you know, do, do you do you do dink and dunking? You know, I mean, even that seems like it's not working lately. So um, it's it's going to have to get turned on here. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I think we'll take care of business with, with the Giants, you know, to be clear. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if we do, we win the East. Yeah, that and that's what it is, you know. I, and I think McCarthy um, does a really good job about getting the message there. They took care of business. At the end of the day, as ugly as the win was, you know, they got it done. You know, and McCarthy's record is good right now but compared to last year. The improvements there, like you know, I, I'm not going to take that away from this team. They they have really turned it around. But for for fans, we expect excellence. We expect like the ultimate goal of the Super Bowl. And um, that's just what the conversation is right now. You know, when you, when you, when you look at can it can this can this team be a Super Bowl team? You know, the way the offense looks, I I don't know, but the defense guys, how deep can the defense take you in in the playoffs? You know, if if this offense continues to play like this, how big of a play? do you need from the defense, Mike? I think you need a couple of takeaways every single game. Uh, I'm not, you're probably not going to get a pick six every single game, but you know, if you get those turnovers and takeaways that helps this struggling offense immensely. You know what I mean? So what, what's your thought on the defense? How far realistically could it take you in this tournament? You know the saying, Joe, defense wins you what? Championships, baby. Defense wins you championships, but that's an old <laughs> saying. That's a very old saying, and the NFL has shifted to a passing league. Dak Prescott and this offense, they can have all the stats in the world, Joe, all the stats in the world. But if you don't score in the red zone and you're settling for field goals, <clears throat> none of that matters. And when you go into the playoff bracket, the defense, they held the Kansas City Chiefs to 19 points. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't enough for our offense to overcome that, okay? We held Tom Brady to less than uh, 32 points. And that wasn't enough to beat Tom Brady. You see what I'm saying? So the defense, they can do their job. But the offense has to do even better in today's NFL. And if they can put up points and they'll keep getting stagnant, it don't matter how good the defense is. The offense has to be able to put up points, score in the red zone. If they don't do that, it doesn't matter what the defense does. No, yeah, that comparison with the Chiefs game, I think is a great example, Mike, because the the Chiefs are looking pretty legit right now. They're starting to really stoke it up and, and light up that scoreboard. So to hold them to 19, you know – if you were to look at that, you know, and, and you look at the – they were scoring 19 points, you would have thought the Cowboys probably won that game. You know what I mean? But the offense didn't produce enough. Uh, quick question here if I just blaze. If we beat the Giants, does that clinch? So what happens is you have to beat the Giants 
Philadelphia has to beat Washington, right? That clinches a playoff spot, right? And I think that might clinch these, but I know it clinches a playoff spot. Now, the following week, obviously, you know, it's the same scenario. If if the Cowboys win against the Giants and Philly, you know, beats Washington, and then we beat Washington next week, you clinch it up, you clinch the NFC East. So you can get it this week and next week. So I think we're, we're in good shape for that. Scoreboard watching, though, I don't. I don't want to do that. I, I want to win this thing outright. I don't want to rely on anybody. So, but I, I think they'll take care of business at the end of the day. We just want to see a more prolific offense. That's what we want to see, right, everybody? Like, I, I'm sure everybody would agree. Like, you, we want to see what we did earlier in the year. You know what I mean? If you agree, pound the like button, baby. Hey, Lavelle. What's up, Joe and Mike? Hope you and your families are doing well. Let's give it up for Dan Quinn and the defense. Played great. Hell yeah, bro. The offense needs to get back to basics. No holding penalties. Beat your man one-on-one. Let's go. Yeah, Mike. Penalties. Uh, something. I, <clears throat> you know, this last game, I thought the officiating was, was one of the better uh, officiated games we've had in a very, very long time. You know, I don't, I don't remember seeing a lot of fans talking about it on Twitter. I mean, there was some, there was a couple of BS plays here and there, but uh, prior to that game, it seemed like every game we were just getting hosed by the refs and penalties, right? So, yeah, A. Lavelle, shout out to you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, I agree, man. Like they, they gotta get back to the basics and um, that sort of thing. What, what, what you got, Mike? No. Uh, hey, Lavelle, hope your family's doing well also. Mine's doing fantastic. Uh, let's give it up for Dan Quinn. I, I don't think Dan Quinn gets enough credit, right? We had Mike Nolan come in here and, and tear this thing apart, right, and try to change too much stuff. Dan Quinn came in here, and you can tell, Joe, that he's playing to the players' strengths. I mean, Micah Parsons a prime example of that. Uh, Randy Gregory, a prime example of that. Tank Lawrence, Demonte Casey, uh, Curse, uh, Trayvon. I mean, there's so many players I can name because of. I really think it's the Dan Quinn effect coming in here. We we tried the great value Dan Quinn and Chris Richard, and it it didn't work. So we had to get the name brand in here that started all that, and that's Dan Quinn, Joe. And you could see it. You could yeah. see it. I mean, this yeah. thing is amazing. And Dan, I, I said it, Joe. You heard me say it before the season even started. I'm drinking the Dan Quinn Kool Aid because I knew that this. We had number one. We had a top tier defensive coordinator. It wasn't no Chris Richard. It wasn't Rod Marinelli. It damn sure wasn't Mike Nolan. Right? It's Dan Quinn, and uh, I believed everything he said at press conferences. And I was drinking the Kool Aid heavy, Joe. And it's paying off. So big shout out to Dan Quinn Lavelle. That's a fantastic point there. And you and he took the words out of my mouth about the holding penalties. Yes, there's offensive line. I think that's why they're going with McGovern instead of Williams at the left guard position mm-hmm. because Williams gets you a lot of penalties there. McGovern he just gets beat, right? So would you take getting beat? Would you take getting ten yard penalties? Pick your poison, right? And I think they're picking. Let, we'll go ahead and let him get beat and get some reps underneath them. I think that's what they're doing. But uh, they definitely got to beat their one on ones. Hey, Lavelle, let's go. 
Yeah, no, that, that's definitely, I mean, that's what the, the whole thumbnail for this video was, is, you know, can the defense, can they carry us into the, into the playoffs? And uh, yeah, definitely a shout out to Dan Quinn. Like you said, Mike, um, yeah, Christian Shard under these guys just wasn't, was not the same. So uh, I like Dan Quinn. I, I think Bradley, he, he comes from the same, uh, you know, cut a cloth as Dan Quinn. Obviously they coached, you know, up there in Seattle, but uh, Dan Quinn, you know, he's, he's uh, the original, right? The original. So he's doing his thing, man. And then um, Michael Parsons fell into a really great spot here because you're, you're, we're talking about definitely rookie of the year, you know, and, and you're talking about he's, he's in the conversation for defensive player of the year, you know, up there with Miles Garrett, who I think he's better than Miles Garrett. Trayvon Diggs was up there for a while. I, I honestly, I think he's better than Trayvon Diggs. You know, um, I think he is too. And so I, I think he that I think he should be in that conversation, like legitimately. You know, not, no no BSing. I think he should be in there. And if he keeps doing what he's doing, he's gonna get it. You know what I mean? And then first team All Pro, <clears throat> I think he gets that. You know what I mean? I, I know PFF is is you know. Projecting second team on pro, I, I don't agree with that. I think he's first team, but the impact that he has on this team—that's a player you cannot lose, and it's a player that uh, I think is a, a great player to to really build the foundation for the future. You know what I mean? So, just the way that he he um, gets pressure on the quarterback, and he's he's the type of player, Mike, that when you need a play, when you got to get a stop, when you got to get a big sack you feel that he's going to be the one to do it, right? So, And he has been. Yeah, and he's been doing it, you know, just, just getting in there. It's incredible, bro. Like, I haven't felt that good about a player in, in a very, very long time. Uh, maybe like DeMarcus, Lawrence, DeMarcus Ware's rookie year, and even then, he's he's exceeded that. You know, where I think got his rookie year, I think it was like eight sacks his rookie year, you know what I mean? And um, this guy. He's he's at another level. He's at another level. But but the guys around him, I think he he improve, helps elevate these guys because they want to be in that in that scrum. You know, you talk about Randy Gregory. He had an amazing freaking game, amazing game. Right, coming back. <laughs> I mean, the turnover, the critical sack, that was beautiful. Navelle Gallimore, I thought. I, I think people didn't really talk about him too much, Mike. You know, we we've been talking about him getting coming back from that injury, you know. But you know, I think people jumped the gun as, oh, it's Osa. He he he. Yeah, I don't know about Novell Gallimore. I, I I'm like, I hear some people say that, and I was like, man, just hold on, <laughs> wait till Novell gets back. And dude, he was an instant impact, instant impact on 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 that game there, Mike. Yeah, Novell Gallimore, man, like like I said, like like we we've been we haven't forgot him. We have not forgot who Novell Gallimore is. And in the offseason we talked about Novell Gallimore a lot. And we talked about the, the the projection of this offensive line on draft day with Micah Parsons and playing linebacker and Hank Lawrence and Randy Gregory. Everything that we talked about, we got to see it fourteen weeks later, Joe. And uh if you would have told me that you know, in this offseason on the first quarter. I'm like, they're crazy. They're going to be all fine. They're going to go in there and all ass, right? But they didn't. And we've seen what they can do against this football team. And uh, it was a beauty, man. It was a beauty. Big beauty. Oh, yeah. 
Big shout out to the GOAT here, Vosh Lombardi in the house. Dallas finally got big three in the front seven. Make me want to cry. Yeah, man. Totally, right, man? I mean, just the improvement, right? I mean, it was like night and day, I feel like. And just to get them to know that you have these guys moving forward, um, that that gives me confidence, Mike. And, you know, you get you got those guys there, you know, feasting. You know, it's the Lions then, right? And I, Parsons is leading the way. You know, he's... He's gotta eat. He's gotta eat. But these guys, they're they're coming along with the ride. But man, they're you know they're no slouches either. Man, these guys are really out there to to hunt in game changers, game changers all the way. Shout out Vosh Lombardi. Appreciate you, bro. Swinging by here, bro. bro. Speaking you. of Navelle Gallimore and all these pieces back on, uh, I made a tweet and on on December eighth. I said, "What if?" That's right, a big what if. The front four makes LVE better. I said it could happen, and it did happen. LVE probably had one of his best games against the Washington football team uh, on Sunday, and uh, that's just what you get when you have a great pass rush, right? It helps. It's going to help guys like LVE who's been struggling, um, and it, everybody did a benefit for Randy Gregory, Tate Lawrence, Micah Parsons, Osa. Uh, Navelle Gallimore because the pressure that's going to help Trayvon Diggs and Anthony Brown because the pressure up front. I mean, t- t- Tyler Heineke had no time, Joe, to do anything, and Leighton mm-hmm. Vanderesh took advantage of that. Yeah, no, they had that. They had him on his ass the whole the whole game, and that, that's what I like to see. And I, you know, we're going to see that again here against um, the Giants. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's going to be. Daniel Jones or Glennon, I, I, I'm not sure what, what the latest update is on those guys. I know they were both kind of banged up. If anybody knows the status on, on those on the quarterback, uh, let me know in the chat box. Right, is it gonna I be want whoever or? wants to suit up. That's who I want. Yeah, either either one, you're, you're going to tear him up. Um, obviously, the only thing you got to watch with Daniel Jones is his ability to run with it. I thought he, he kind of – he kind of got some on the, on the first game, right? He kind of used his legs a little bit more than I thought he was going to, but ultimately, you know, we, we got that game. So Barry Brown, he says Daniel Jones is out. Let's see but what else we got here. He can Jones. use his legs, Joe, but Maybe Micah Parsons yeah. isn't the same player he was when we first played him. Micah okay. Parsons sounds like that. tremendously. So it'll be uh, Glennon. So you get Glennon. Uh, he's a statue. <laughs> if it's Mike Glennon. I mean, they're, they're going to just totally destroy that guy. You know, the Giants offensive line is trash. They're, they've been trying to find a formula there for a long time. So, you know, th- this might be a game where, you know, you just totally destroy these guys, which, which I want. I want the Cowboys to come out and destroy these guys, get the turnovers, and turn those turnovers into points. And I'm, I'm talking about touchdowns. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to come out here and be like, damn, I should have started Zerline on fantasy football. I don't want it to be that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Zerline had a bunch of, of points, right? But I don't want it to be that. I want I want the touchdowns. You know. You have to get the touchdowns, man. You gotta you gotta get continuity. You gotta get in rhythm. And you gotta go out there, you gotta go score, man. It's 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 football, dude. Still goes they gotta win your games. Yeah, appreciate appreciate the info there, chat. Everybody in the chat box about that. I was I was worried I was worried about that. So that that's good, man. I, I like that he's gonna be out. Get that win, keep it going. That's your downfall right there. Law Gallimore. 
Odigizua Gregory. No, I mean that that's very that's a very staunch front. I mean, it, it's hard to to do anything as far as executing your offense. You know what I mean? So, um, how far can the defense carry you? You know. So hopefully this will be a team that, that can get it going here. You know, you definitely have this team. I think you can, you know, here's the question I have for everybody in the chat box. Knowing that, you know, Daniel Jones is out, and we're probably looking at Glennon, you know, is it is this a game where you rest somebody like Ezekiel Elliott and you go with Clement, maybe you call up Edo Smith and go with that combo? Tony Pollard, is he, is he going to be out still? Osmodius saying, is he out with coat? Well, I know he he had the, the tear, right? The plantar fasciitis. Does he now have COVID now? I hadn't seen that. Does any, can anybody confirm that for me there? Tony Pollard is out with COVID. Oh, man. Is that true there? Sucky to the max, bro. Yeah, I didn't see that, but, man, if he's out, yeah, that, that'll be shitty. <laughs> so, you know, now, but I'm saying, guys, let's say that, let's say Pollard is, is actually going to be all right again. Do you sit Zeke and, and go with Clement and call up Edo Smith? You know, what do you guys do there with that? Okay, we, we, we have some conflicting information here. Soup trap saying not true. Uh, Mario Flores. No, Tony Pollard does not so have I think this is what happened. I think they glanced at something because Josh Clark said, Jerry Jones said he's feeling really positive about Tony Pollard. He was feeling positive. He wasn't positive. <laughs> Who said that? Jerry Jones said he's feeling positive about Tony Pollard being able to play this week against the Giants. Not that he was positive, but he's feeling positive. Uh, okay. Well. Yeah, read the whole thing, guys. Yes, <laughs> Kadarius Tony, yeah, that guy, that guy had a, that was his one good game he had was against us. That was that was a shame, but he hasn't done crap since. So I think Kadarius Tony, injury prone player in the league, he's already showing up as being a guy that can't handle it. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what's going on here. Okay, so here's some more clarification. Mario Flores coming in clutch, bro. Kadarius Tony from the Giants has COVID, not Tony Pollard. Okay. Oh, and, and and that's 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 no biggie there, you know. Uh, Tony, he Kadarius Tony, he can um, like like I said, he had a he had his best game against us and hadn't done crap since then. But I, I'm, I'm not worried about those guys. I think Leonard Williams is out too with a big time injury. I mean, if he's out, that, that's a big one. That's what I'm saying. Do you do you guys think about resting Ezekiel Elliott here for this game? I, I think you, you I think you have to, and this this is a game where where Tyron Smith is going to be out, and I'm I'm glad because you don't need him in this game. I don't think you need Zeke either, um, but how, how competitive are they going to be against the against the Washington Redskins second game around and the Cardinals? You know, but I don't want them to be sitting these guys forever though either. Yeah, I, I think if you're going to sit one, it's got to be this game. The the other ones. Um, <clears throat> the only other game that you might be able to sit somebody might be that last game if there's nothing to play for. You know what I mean with with Philly. 
Uh, for, for sure, I'm 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 probably sitting. You know, I'm definitely sitting Zeke in that game, and I'm I'm definitely probably sitting. Um, you know, uh, Amari Cooper probably in that one. But you know, we'll, we'll see how how the how the how it looks. We still got four more games to go. But for this one, you know, um, I might, I might, I might, you know, sit sit Zeke for this one here because. The, the the Giants are a really crappy team, bro. You know what I mean? Like this is a team where I think you can beat them half speed with your eyes closed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, they're terrible. Joe Judge, he's a terrible coach. I, I don't even think he'll have them prepared. I think they'll show up for a quarter. Maybe they'll show up, you know, and then the, they'll deflate. You know, that defense is going to be too much for him. And uh, I just don't see the the Giants being mentally tough enough to to withstand the onslaught of the defense. I, I think they'll crumble. Uh, just enough for us to to really take a hold of the game. Probably about the second half, you're probably running over these guys. So, um, if that's the case, man, Zeke, Zeke, go ahead and, and get that knee good. Let's beat up on the Giants. <laughs> I mean, uh, and beat up on on Washington. You know, what I mean, I, I can't stand Washington, dude. Uh, the, I, I, to me, that's the team that I hate the most this year. Is Washington. I hate them all, Joe. I hate them all. I hate I hate them all, but I, I've I've always I've for me even growing up as a as a kid, I've never liked the Giants. That's been the team that I can't stand the most. Um, so <laughs> we're we're there with that. Let's see what else we got here in the chat box. Here we go, Fernando's Universe. Appreciate you guys. Let's see what you got. Joe, do you remember when we did uh, predictions for the season, and I said twenty six interceptions? That's my bold prediction. And you yeah. say, oh, that's too much, but it'll be nice if they got 26. Mm-hmm. Joe, we're six away from 26 interceptions. Let's go. It might happen, man. Do you it guys might think they're going to bring back like Peterson? Uh, I don't think they're going to sign Peterson. You know, they, they went and got Ito Smith. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm assuming you're talking about Adrian Peterson. I, I think he's he's just completely washed up, man. Uh, he signed somewhere. I think it was – who was it? Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee or Detroit. I mean, he he's he's kind of bounced around here the last couple of seasons, so he he's washed up, man. Unfortunately, but man, back in the day, AP was the shit, bro. AP they had him linked to the Cowboys so many years in a row that we we're going to trade for him, but we had Demarco Murray, big Oklahoma Super. Edo Smith. It'll it'll be interesting to see if if we see Edo Smith, you know, activated for this game. I think that'll be a, a big tell if if Edo Smith. Is activated. That might be a clue. So, Geno Smith. I thought he was with the Seahawks. Ito Ito Smith, the running who's back. That? I don't know who that is. Yeah, we signed him last week. The running oh. back. Oh, okay. Oh, he was a former Atlanta Falcons running back, wasn't he? Odie's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he got. He he's 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 a he's a little bit like a Tony Pollard light. You know, I you know looking, I was, you know, watched him during the during the the draft process of that year. He was a name that was kind of brought up, you know, as a late round running back, kind of a shiftier scat back type of running back, but didn't really catch on with the Falcons and uh, ultimately the Cowboys. They they snagged him up, so we'll see what they do there. So just keep an eye on the activations, and we'll see what they got there. Let's see what you got here. What else we got here in the chat box, baby? Let's see what else we got here. Seahawks. Yeah, I think yeah, that's right. Seahawks. 
There we go. There we go. Yeah, man. That's that's where we're at. Cowboys predictions for this game. Cowboys, I think, coming away with the win here. That'll take us to 10 and 4, Mike. Complete control of the NFC East. And I, I do think that uh I, I think that uh, Philly will take care of Washington. I think they will. I think Washington, we beat them up. <laughs> we we physically beat them up, which that's the thing I liked about this game. The Cowboys, we needed to set the tone there against Washington. They came out. Guns are blazing. We were pretty physical to the point where we were knocking out all these players. You know what I mean? Like it was a beautiful sight. You know, I'm I'm not for injuring players, but man, our, our guys were putting it out there and then they were laying the wood on, on, on these guys. You know what I mean? So I think Philly, you know, they have the opportunity to, to beat up on, on a wounded team like like them. We get the win. If Philly beats Washington, we clinch the NFC East. So that'll be beautiful. You know, break break out the merch, but uh, you know, we still got a lot more work to do. You know what I mean? So we'll see what they do, Mike. Yeah, for sure. Amara Flores says twenty-seven to seven. That'd be beautiful. I'll, I'll take that score right there. I like this comment here by Soup Trap. Defense might actually kill Glennon. It is possible. We'll see the first death in NFL history. <laughs> No, I'm playing. I don't want to wish that on anybody, but I, I get what you're saying, man. Like he'll, he, he's that long neck. He might get whiplash. <laughs> you know that long ass giraffe neck old boy's got. You come up, Parsons coming off, screaming off the edge. That neck's gonna whip. He might have to put that damn uh, neck brace on on this game because yeah, <laughs> he's gonna get that whiplash, bro. As Modius Neville Galmore deserves an honorable mention here. Absolutely, bro. Yeah, he's he's definitely the guy that's really showed up. Really showed up. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm giving them seven points on a defensive score. That would that would be great. I would love that. I want to see some more strip sacks. And, and that sort of thing. But, you know, I, I think it's going to be a good game for the Cowboys here. You know, that'll be a good, you know, just keep doing what you're doing on defense. You know, don't take your, your foot off the pedal. And just keep, you know, stacking the momentum because that's a lot of the time is taking the momentum into the playoffs is really what can get you going, right? So we saw it with the Bucks. You know, I think the Bucks this time last year had a similar record. I mean, they weren't – people didn't even know if they were going to make the playoffs at one point. And they turned it on at the right time of the year. So I lo- that's a big part of it too, right? So you turn it up at the right part of the year, you take that momentum, and, and it really can carry you. That that can really carry you. So that's uh, going to be a good one there indeed, bros. But I think that's going to be it for tonight, guys. Appreciate the uh, Tuesday night chat of the Frisco Report. Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already, bro. Yeah, underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter. Follow up, follow back, Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube. There we go, guys. There we go, David. Appreciate you. Appreciate everybody that joined us tonight. Osmodeus, Soup Trap, uh, Mario Flores, The Reaper, Just Blaze, Primetime Phil. Obviously, Primetime Phil, great dude. Uh, yeah, great dude. Subscribe watching, to his channel. Watch Lombardi you know, swinging by too. Appreciate you, bro. And uh, fifth, quarter, fifth Quarter Cowboys as well. So appreciate everybody that joined us live. Make sure you guys pound that like button on the way out, and we'll catch you for the next one, guys. Peace.
Cap mode, baby. Cap mode. You know what I mean? That's how we do it. Tell the like.